Hello there and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined by Solomon Ashams in South Africa and Stuart Weir in the UK. And today we take a look at youth football in Africa and ask if the continent is serious enough when it comes to youth football. Nigeria have won the FIFA Under-17 World Cup four times. Ghana have won it twice and also have won the FIFA Under-20 World Cup, showing that there is for sure great talent in Africa at youth level. But the youth coaches of many African countries feel that they're not getting the support that they need. We expect a lot when the games come, but come preparation time, no one is there for the rescue. We'll hear from youth coaches in Zimbabwe, Malawi and Namibia. It's not easy to bring them together and and make them grow together as a team. Well, that's coming up shortly, but let's start with the FIFA Club World Cup in Morocco, where it's been something of a disgrace for Africa, as the continent's two representatives were knocked out by Auckland City of New Zealand. Morocco's representatives, Maghreb Tetouan, went out in the preliminary round. It was a nil-nil draw with Auckland City, and then they lost on penalties. Then Auckland City of New Zealand went through to meet Entente Setif of Algeria in the quarterfinals. They beat the African champions 1-0 in what was something of an upset. To give credit to Auckland City, they even went to extra time in the semi-final game against the South American champions, San Lorenzo of Argentina. But really, Solomon, I'd say this was a disgraceful showing from the African teams. The expectation, I guess, was very high, especially looking at last year's performance of Raja Casablanca, uh, how they did so well. And it it is really uh, a poor showing by the two African representatives. They couldn't even get, you know, to score a goal in the first two games. And Auckland City, the New Zealand side, is not even a professional team. So it was really a disgrace uh, to see the way uh, the African champion uh, fell to, not the Asian champion, but the champion of the Oceanic. Don't forget also that in 2010, New Zealand did well at the um, World Cup in South Africa. So maybe this is just a part of the growth of New Zealand football, but we hope that we don't get to see that again in the near future. We'll have to wait for next year then for a better showing from Africa at the FIFA Club World Cup. This is Planet Sport Football Africa. And now to our main issue today, which is youth football. Here in Zimbabwe, we've had a very exciting sporting time as the country's been hosting the Southern African Youth Games with 10 countries taking part in eight sporting disciplines at some superbly upgraded facilities in the city of Bulawayo. It was a huge sporting party with great crowds at all of the sports and Zambia won the boys' football final while South Africa took gold in the girls' football. Namibia had a couple of very interesting names in their football squad. One of their players there was called Manchester United MacGyver. Yes, his first name is Manchester United. And another had the first name Zinedine Zidane, telling us that there are definitely some football crazy people in Namibia. Well, now, Africa is well known as a continent that's full of talented young players. And Nigeria have won the FIFA Under-17 World Cup four times. Ghana have won the Under-20 World Cup. And the Olympic football tournament for Under-23 players has been won by Nigeria and Cameroon in the past. But is Africa serious enough when it comes to youth football? The youth coaches of many African countries feel they're not getting the support that they need. 
Here's the Namibia coach Upi Turipamue. He spoke to Muziwetu Hadebe here in Zimbabwe and says that he has a lot of work to do with building his team. I would want to go back there and scout a bit, see whether I can go in various regions and find for me some strikers. Financial resources will not be always easy in any country, but the bits that are there, I think we should just have a mechanism how we can use it and how we can always keep this youth together. I'm, I mean, I try to mold them into a formidable side. So you will say the major challenge has been trying to keep the boys together? Yeah, it's very challenging. Namibia is a very vast country, and having kids from all over the region, it's not easy to bring them and keep them there for a long time. Uh, some parents do not even want to bring the kids all into the central place in window. Uh, they want to have them in their houses day to day. So it's not easy. It's not easy to bring them together and and make them grow together as a team. That's the Namibia under-17 coach Upi Turi Pamue and Malawi's under-17 coach De Klerkum Saka Kuana raises some of these same issues. If we have these boys for the next two, three, four years, definitely Malawi will go to, uh, somewhere in the near future. The team is, I mean, is very good I mean, with the bright future. Only if the government, governments in Africa, uh, Malawi in particular, can take care of, of the team itself. Definitely financial equipment and the like. So Solomon, a couple of common issues there. There's not enough financial support for youth football, plus problems keeping the team together to take them through to the next age group and the next one, and eventually to the senior national team. Yes, uh, it's been a really major problem in Africa. First is just the sponsorship that, you know, sometimes you get big uh, corporations. They want quick results because obviously they want to sell their product or they want to really brand with uh, uh, football teams and national football teams that are winning. So they don't tend to look at the different age groups under 17 or under 20, under 21. Uh, They tend to look at the national team and they invest their money in there, and uh, which is really sad because if you look at how you really would want to develop football in Africa. The best way to really look at it is to look at the grassroots level, to look at the under 10, under 14, uh, maybe in high schools and academies, just so it's going to be easy for the national team to continually receive uh, talented players. But if we don't do that, then it's definitely going to be a problem. Like you mentioned, Nigeria and Ghana have done well in the under-17 World Cup, and we've seen a lot of the players graduating to play for the Super Eagles and uh, the Black Stars of Ghana, respectively. But sometimes it's a bit, it's very difficult. South Africa is doing well. I think Sasol has been sponsoring the under-21, which is really a good thing. But in a lot of African countries, you know, we leave that to the government to sponsor, and the government don't tend to do a good job on it. So we definitely want to see more sponsorship, not just from the government, but also from major corporations. Uh, because that's the only way, again, uh, to be able to subtract the other problem, which is keeping the players together, you know, so they would really graduate from the under-17 to the under-20 and make it to the senior national team together. Well, another challenge in youth football in Africa is scouting for young talent, as there are potentially so many talented young players in rural areas and smaller towns around Africa. But discovering them is a real challenge. Sitatelelwe Savanda is the coach of Zimbabwe his under-17 girls team. No one will organize maybe for the coaches maybe to go in different cities, select the, the players, 
bring them into camp. You know, someone, someone really has to initiate that, someone has to do that, and it's money that is needed there for the coach maybe to travel and try and get the players, and someone has to, to organize for the players to get into camp. But um, when there is inactivity in women's football, it means it's as good as just getting someone out there from the street and making them a, what, a, a team, and then you expect... Uh, results out of that. So this is quite a disturbing and difficult uh, thing. We expect a lot when the games come, but come preparation time, no one is there for the rescue. That's Asite Telelue Sabanda, the coach of Zimbabwe's under-17 girls team, with big concerns about how you should assemble a junior team, saying there, Solomon, that scouting for talent is not really a priority. Yes, there are many uh, talented players. If you go to primary schools or secondary schools, you find a lot of them. Even if you go on the streets, Steve, in in a rural village or in a small town, you're going to see kids playing football. So the talents are really there. You know, it's just a case of of really just bringing these talents together and really helping them to develop and teaching them the basics and to and to be able to uh, see how you can bring the passion and the skills and the talent that they have and bring it together and how they can function in a team. So it's, it's definitely important that we identify those talents. So Solomon, we've seen Nigeria, Ghana and Cameroon all winning big global titles in youth football. But overall, is Africa serious enough about youth football? I don't really think we're serious enough because if we're serious enough, we would invest so much uh, in the in youth football, not just for uh, men, but also for women, for girls, that is. But we haven't done that, though we have achieved so much when it comes to the Olympics and the 21 and also under 17 but we haven't done so much we tend to not care about youth football because we feel we have the talent so we can just go in there and take it uh, anywhere anytime that we need it we can assemble an under 17 squad and do whatever we want to do but we need to make sure we make it a priority we need to make sure we put structures in place get the right coaches get the right trainers uh, get the right facilities you know create the right tournaments for them to be able to compete and and for also scouts to be able to identify some of these players. Thanks, Solomon. You can tell us what you think about this on WhatsApp and on Facebook. Is Africa serious enough about youth football? And is your country serious enough when it comes to youth football? Our WhatsApp number plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Or go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Well, let's get a perspective now from the UK and join our European football expert, Stuart Weir. Now, Stuart, England have a very poor record in youth football. Only once have England won a medal at the Under-17 World Cup and they've never won a medal at the Under-20 World Cup. Yet when it comes to senior level, England are regular quarter-finalists at the FIFA World Cup. Not this year, admittedly, but they often reach the quarter-finals, telling us no doubt England are a very strong side at senior level. So what's the philosophy with England's approach to youth football? Now, come on, Steve, I can't let you away with this. England under-19s won the European Championship in 1993. OK, so it was 20-something years ago, but I can't have you saying that we don't win things. Um, at the moment, actually, I think we're beginning to take it more seriously. Uh, I mean, this year our under-18s have beaten the Netherlands twice. Uh, the under-19s have qualified for the European tournament. But at the moment, there are so many foreign players in the Premier League that it's hard for young players to break in. 
Um, I mean, you, you look at uh, a player like Jack Wilshire, who is, you know, the new star of the England midfield, but, you know, he was on the bench for the FA Cup final last year. Um, Oxlade-Chamberlain, many of us think, a really exciting Arsenal winger. But, you know, Arsene Wenger doesn't pick him a lot. Welbeck had to leave Manchester United because he couldn't get, get game time. But one thing which is absolutely certain, if you compare Germany with England, you've got players like Müller and Ozil who were part of their successful you know, under-19s, under-21s team, and they managed to integrate them quickly into the national side. And that's why you mentioned England getting to quarterfinals. That's why England get to quarterfinals and Germany get to finals. So I, I do think this is something which needs to change. But part of the problem, again, is the power struggle between the FA and the Premier League clubs, uh, which have all the money. Well, thanks a lot, Stuart. So you can tell us what you think about youth football on WhatsApp and on Facebook. Is Africa serious enough about youth football? And what about your own country? Tell us on WhatsApp on plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. That's plus four four seven nine double five two three two seven eight zero. Or go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Last week we asked if you're interested in the FIFA Club World Cup and who you think will win. Saraga Ojaju in the Gambia says it's an interesting tournament, but it's dominated by the European and South American teams. And the Club World Cup is a way of showcasing African talent to the outside world. Lamine Sonko said it was so exciting last year as Raja Casablanca went to the final. He says this time around we're expecting another fascinating one and my Real Madrid will triumph. Adama Baji says last year it was very nice in Morocco seeing our Gambian referee officiating one of the big games in the tournament. Safiatou Ba says I really wanted an African club to win but Real Madrid are the best side to win it. Alfa Jallo says Real Madrid will surely win it this year. Also a few more responses on who is your best African player of 2014. Ebrima Jane and the Gambia says Yaya Toure. So too does Fabakari Sane and Ebrima KCC as well also goes for Yaya Toure while Simon Mendy goes for Victor Enyama of Nigeria. Also, we had lots of messages about the very popular Super Nawetan Zonal Tournament in the Gambia. Well done to the champions, Serakunda East, and S. Babukar Sane is among the Serakunda East fans congratulating his team. So this week on WhatsApp and on Facebook, tell us, is your country serious enough about youth football? And is Africa as a whole serious enough? The WhatsApp number, plus 447955232780. That's plus 447955232780. Or go to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. From me, Steve Vickers in Zimbabwe, from Solomon Ashoms in South Africa, and Stuart Weir in the UK, thanks for being with us. You can find us online at planetsport.tv and Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K Plus international sports media production.